one of those actors where you see him a thousand times in small roles that you're like, I've seen him in one big one, haven't I? No, not really. Yeah. Did you, uh, he was on Stargate. You ever watch Stargate? No, I was never a Stargate fan. I saw the movie. The Stargate movie? The movie. The first, mo- the first one from like 95, 96? I think it's because I watched it well after it was a big thing, and I watched the movie, and I just was like, blech. <laughs> it just fell flat to me. Yeah. And then the TV show I just never got into because, I don't know. I've never, uh, yeah, never seen it. It's an interesting idea, but I just didn't like that the whole show, you know, it was a, it was pretty cliche for such an original idea that every, like, all these worlds, they all had the same gateway system. As long as you knew what code it was, you can go anywhere in the universe. So and they all invented the same gateway system. It was like somebody went through and put them on every world, like there's some sort of, you know, but then they just end up fighting one villain who's, like, trying to get all the stargates and it's like it's the same as any other story you're mm-hmm. just centered around this other thing that they're all fighting over you know like it's the same old take over the universe plot it's just centered around this gateway system instead of whatever and all the villains were like from ancient egypt i guess they were on earth that's how the stargate got there like they were the aliens that came down and they thought they were gods hmm. Like, that was a cool storyline, but then the TV show was just all about a bunch of military people. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was military stuff, wasn't it? Or is it just military alien stuff? It's like the military versus those Egyptian kind of bad guys, and I think they had the whole, like, X-Files, like, weekly monster of the week, except it was Stargate Uh... of the week. Like, they went to somewhere weird and new, like, a world where the rules are different and women are in charge kind of a thing, you know? When you you said... Star uh... trek take over the world right away my anytime i hear that phrase you're yeah. laughing because you already know yep. yeah my brain go my, my brain goes to <laughs> pinky in the brain uh isn't that weird how your brain does that though you hear a phrase and you think of that because yep. anytime i hear take over the world i hear what are we going to do tonight brian <laughs> same same thing. thing we do every night pinky try, try to, to take, take over, over the world, world. Yeah. i loved that show dude Pinky and the Brain. Make a movie out of Pinky and the Brain. I'd watch it. Well, I watched that. They're bringing back. They're re- redoing Animaniacs. Yes, right? they are. Or they're just coming back to it. Yeah. Wait, didn't they or already? Did it already come back, or is it still in the works? No, they brought it back to Netflix. Oh, that's what it is. But yeah, they. But they I think it did so good that series. everyone's like, "Oh shit, they they still like it." Well, of course, dude. It's good. That's just like the new thing is just bring everything back. Well, that's, that's Roseanne's back. The weird thing uh, is, we live in a in a world now where we can take old stuff and bring them back to life whenever we want. It's weird, I mean? right? Isn't it strange? Like the weirdest things are getting reboots and coming back that you never would have guessed. Like you know, there's movie franchises based off of stuff that at the time wasn't even that popular, but. For some reason, we're just bringing the past back. Well, I was going to say to you, did you see where they're going to bring... I guess Swamp Thing had a movie, right? Oh, yeah. Swamp bring- Thing had a movie. Did Come it? on, man. Swamp Thing. Well, they're going to be doing uh, DC with their streaming service. They just mm-hmm. announced that they're going to do the Swamp Thing solo, the yeah, series. Yeah, I did hear that. It needs to be straight up horror. Yep. If it's going to work. If because they... Swamp Thing is one of those characters that, if he's not horror, he's just cheesy. You just can't put him in, you know, the Supergirl universe or anything. He needs mm-hmm. to be his own thing. Uh, speaking of his own thing, welcome to Hardly Awesome Podcast. Back for another week. This is Chris Chavez with Anthony Mullen and Brandon Fuller. We're talking about TV shows, movies, DC streaming service. Swamp Thing is now being uh, touted as being one of the titles going to be on the streaming service. Mm-hmm. Um, did they say when it's going to kick off? It's the end of this year, right? The streaming service? I can see it doing that because the I Titan show, said. I think, is still... <clears throat> they didn't kibosh it yet, so I think the Titans are still being yeah. done. Titans so uh, I think all the properties are starting to, are going to get pulled over. Um, no, no, I mean kibosh, meaning like... Like it didn't get I know canceled. what Kibosh means, <laughs> but he's trying to explain what that means to me. He's like, I know what that means? Yeah, you know, steak, onions, peppers on a stick. <laughs> kibosh. Um, um, I'd eat But that. speaking of Swamp Thing, what you guys are talking about, uh, the original movie, you know who directed that? 
Wait, 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 wait. I know this. James Gunn? No. Sean Carpenter? Cool. See, you're thinking you're closer. You're thinking right in there. He helped write it. He and Len Wein wrote it. Okay. Uh, No, no, no. Not Carpenter. The same guy directed and then also co-wrote it with Len Wein. Wein? How do you say it? Wein. Wein. Wes Craven. Wes Craven. Really? Yeah. Why didn't I? I should have said that. Yeah, that makes sense. Scream. Nightmare on Elm Street. It was Last not, House on the Left. Yeah, it was n- nothing like those movies. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it was an excuse for uh, gratuitous uh, boobs and uh, Anthony's violence. already like. I picked up my phone before you say gratuitous phone. boobs. No, I want to no, see how bad. No, um, it looks like he's wearing a rubber shirt with like a couple of vines and things, kind of like it's glued kinda, to it. Yeah, he kind of looks like he should be in the uh, like the live action <laughs> turtle movies, but like the, the remember when they had that crappy live action turtle Saturday morning the show? series, the ones that crossed yeah. over with Power Rangers were, in space. Yeah, I loved that one. No, the one with the female Ninja Turtle. Yeah, they crossed over with Power Rangers. Loved that one. I love that. This crossover was amazing. Power Rangers and Turtles. It's critically panned for good reason. <laughs> it was a horrible <laughs> show. But anyways, oh, it was just like the worst versions of the movie versions yeah. of the Turtles. Like the worst rubber outfits. Oh, God. That's the worst thing. Is this what I'm looking at? Is that, yeah. or is that good? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's, that's from the movie, yeah. Wait, what is this? <laughs> that Swamp Thing. A, a, a close-up on his face. But it's... I agree with you, man. It's mm. got to be horror. They've got to go really dark with this show. Go, go full on the whole Dr. Alec Holland and his... I don't know if you guys know how he turned into the Swamp Thing. It's actually a was really he, cool he was killed, right? death scene. Yeah, yeah. He's like lit on. Fu- he's like soaked mm-hmm. in chemicals and lit on fire. Mm-hmm. And to save his own life, he dives into the swamp. Mm-hmm. And I guess he technically dies, but he's saved by being imbued with the the literal life essence the of green. the green, which is all of plant life on Earth. Sweet. So, like, it's that would make an amazing first episode right there. Like how he you know, gets in wrong with the wrong people who that end up doing that to him and how he becomes this guy. I'm looking forward to the streaming service, to be honest with you. I, I'm, t- I'm mm-hmm. tempted to probably be getting it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because I don't know, man. Uh, a lot of the see. promise, a lot of the stuff that they're promising sounds mm-hmm. cool. So it'll be one of these things where I'll go for the free trial and check it out. I'm definitely wait and see because... Uh, I after seeing what they're doing with Titans, I'm extremely worried. I'm hoping that I don't know if you've seen, seen some of the, the the cast photos for this. What uh, I'm being, what I'm I'm what, hoping what, what I'm seeing is most just recently was there more shot. recent stuff said? No, we're they, talking about those three pictures. They've showed the ones that show Beast Boy, Starfire, Raven, and Rob, Robin. Not Robin. Maybe? No, it's just no, those three. Just those three. Yeah. Uh, what I'm people hoping. People are upset, and again. It it is a behind the scenes. You're not supposed to see this. It's not so, a, a, a. This doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's behind the scenes. Special effects. There could be a million special effects in the yep. scene, but from what I'm seeing right now, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like what I'm seeing. Like I know that there's a lot of idiots out there complaining that Starfire is black for one. Uh, firstly, she's not human, and secondly, she's orange, so it doesn't fucking matter who plays her. Uh, she's going to either be turned orange, or it's not going to matter at all. She's an alien. Who cares? I'm upset with the fact that, for some reason, it looks like a cheap, hookery Halloween costume she's wearing, yeah. and yeah. they look—they just look so cheap. It reminds me of Inhumans. You remember know when you saw those photos and you go, yeah, uh, that's, that's like pre- wardrobe right like that's just the idea yeah and it ended up being their real costume that's what i think it is i think it's just pre maybe they're going through the sets and maybe so. they're just wearing costumes just to kind of signify i am this character and i'm gonna have cgi so what does it matter what oh I'm yeah wearing? they could be wearing just whatever because I they're heard on that... set to keep warm uh but what bothers me Mm-hmm. is the way it looks color-coded the hair like the red green and even yeah. with raven does raven have blue hair yeah no it's not blue. Well, it's a, it almost I thought it was black. like white, isn't it? No, well, it's like a whitish purple or something. No, Let me see your hair. No, she does. She it's, does it's have like, colored hair. Yeah, it's like dark blue, black. Yeah, but you gotta admit though. I mean, it's black. It looks. It looks like lazy cosplay. It, it does. 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 No, it does. It totally does. And 
I well, heard her hair is kind of purplish black. I heard that the that Beast Boy that you're seeing him pre Beast Boy, he's either gonna have makeup or CG. He'll be green. He's gonna I go through his that. changes. I, like okay, his yeah, voice yeah, starts I mean, to change. <laughs> he's getting fur. He gets all everywhere. all awkward and shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's weird, dude. It is weird. It's to, probably to the least. These. It's it made me far. Like I was excited when I heard that they were doing it, and the photos have swung me in the opposite direction. <laughs> Like, I don't want to see this go the wrong way. I think it's too late. <laughs> Is it, it sad looks... to say that I'm more excited for not... a cartoon than that? I liked the, the Teen Titans Go cartoon movie. Like, that go to excited the movie, me more than that. Teen Titans Go yeah. to the movie. I know a lot I like of people that. Don't that looks like it, funny, though. I, I liked your reasoning hilarious. for it because your reasoning for the movie. Is the reason I don't like the show, <laughs> and it makes know. sense. And they're going, you know what? We're listening to you here. They did you know they made an entire episode about how everyone kept complaining that they weren't like the original show? Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, one. they had a whole villain that was all about reckoning, and they they broke the fourth wall so hard, and 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 just basically told the fans, listen, this isn't the same show. What are you complaining about? It's different. Get over it. Yeah. And now the movie is referencing that by going, you know, we're not real. We're not a, like a legitimate show or, or heroes as yeah. Robin is until we have a movie, you know, like. Dude, Batman this looks this looks cool. This this Teen Titans go to the movies. Nicolas uh, Cage as Superman uh, sold it. As soon as I heard the voice, I went, oh, I got to see this. That's awesome. He's, Check it out. Here's the trailer right here, guys. Coming this summer. The story of Batman's greatest ally. It's me. That must be me. And best friend in the whole world. Finally! Alfred, the movie. It's time to clean up this city. That actually does look pretty good. I can see it. Just a young gun with a quick few. They're really making movies about every superhero. Has there been a movie about you? There was a Green Lantern movie, but... We don't, we don't talk about that. It's time they make one about me. I'm afraid it's no. I only make movies about real superheroes. <laughs> Why don't they take us seriously? Titans, you guys are never actually doing anything heroic. What about that time we discovered that sweet diner and they had that food? <laughs> that wasn't even a crime and you didn't save anything. We save room for design. Having a movie is the only way to be seen as a real hero. What about an arch nemesis? Stop right there. Deadpool? Deadpool? What? Why does everybody think I'm Deadpool? I thought Deadpool was a good guy. By the way, he should be saying that he's not me. Okay, because I came out, like, way before he did. Nah, I'm pretty sure you're Deadpool. I am... If we can make him our arch nemesis, then they will see that we're worthy of a movie. I'm not interested in fighting a bunch of sidekicks and a half a robot. Oh man, I'm never letting you fly my body again. The whole world will be under my control. <gasps> Destroy them. How big is your army? A hundred thousand. Halt for the mighty Abby. <laughs> Watch me, watch me, watch me do this. It's always been more than a music. You got it weights on the back of my cruise ship. Look, watch me, watch me, watch me. We're taking you down. How are you going to do it? What are you going to do? Are you going to fart on me? You want to have a dance off? You're going to annoy me to death with your waffles? That was awesome. That's pretty cool. That is awesome. It, it's funny too. I remember um, catching this cartoon at some point, and it was mm -hmm. way after it had been coming out, and yeah. it had gotten all the flack. Uh, I think we were like in an airport or something, Aaron and I traveling, and it was on one of the TVs there while we were waiting. Mm -hmm. And I just remember catching it and just laughing, like genuinely laughing at some of yeah. the jokes. I mean, I knew it was a kid's cartoon. I didn't care. I was just like, I like cartoons, right? <laughs> so I'm just watching it, and I was just laughing, and I'm just like, this is awesome. Why are people hating on it so much? I mean, it's not what it, it's not the other. It's just not. No, I not guess get past I guess it. It's not that. Uh, you're not seeing Young Justice. It's not going to be Young Justice. It's not going to be Batman the Animated Series. Mm -hmm. This is what it is. And if you don't like it, cool. Go watch what you like. But don't hate on this because this is funny. Yeah, yeah. I liken it to um, 
I don't know if you guys ever played The Wind Waker, Legend of Zelda. No. Uh-uh. Basically, it was you had one of the greatest video games of all time. I think it's the greatest of all time. Uh, the Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Yep. Amazing game. So everyone's going, what's next? What's next? You know, they, they release a little, you know, Majora's Mask for you. But what's on the next system? What's going to be the big one? They show this little trailer of a very realistic Link fighting realistic, like, monsters. It looks good. It looks good. The next game comes out, and it's all cartoony. He's young. It's cel-shaded. It's very artistic. It's an amazing game. But it's not. But it's not what they wanted, so everyone shit on it hard. Even though it's probably the second greatest Zelda game that they've made. It's like legitimately a good game but because it wasn't what everyone expected and that's the problem that's the problem with the teen titans is everybody hated the fact that the original show was canceled and as soon as they hear about a new one and it's not a a continuation of the show they loved they hate it yeah and it's legitimately an entertaining show it really is i I enjoyed it so jokes about deadpool i mean come on like this is gonna be good dude and oh arnett (laughs) i love will arnett i love his voice too so to have him play Batman and Deathstroke yeah. is so awesome. Um, speaking of trailers, how about that Luke Cage season two trailer? Oh. Wishmaster. I wonder if I have to know Coming up against about somebody Iron that, Fist uh, or Defenders to be able to watch season two of that. Uh, Luke Cage pretty much stays on his own stories. I, I, I don't think see, there's any bleed over. I didn't see anything in that trailer that you wouldn't have to maybe have seen Luke Cage first season. And that's mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the people who are coming around returning will probably reference the, excuse me, things. But uh, yeah. knowing that show, you'll probably see flashbacks too to to remind you of certain things from the first season. And they'll they'll they always do these shows in chronological order. For Usually, you. yeah. So you should be, you know, they should be talking about everything you've seen in Defenders or whatever. Or catch you up at least. I would really like to know if these guys, which of the Netflix series is going to start referencing Infinity War. That's true. Because if it's going to happen, do you know what I mean? Like, I'd really like to because they referenced the other stuff. Yeah. They referenced uh, the Incredible Hulk battle in New York City. They've referenced the actual the 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 alien thing from Avengers, the mm-hmm. first Avengers. Uh, so they do reference these things. I think didn't they reference a Shield episode or some or something with mm-hmm. Thor or something at some yeah. point? Yeah, Shield. So has. and this is spoiler if you haven't seen Infinity War yet. Yeah, but, like it is definitely an event that's going to change the entire planet. Yeah, so they so can't like, ignore it. Yeah. I would how? I'll, go ahead. I'll go back and I'll state. I don't think it'll happen purely because they don't have to. They don't have to reference it. They what can if still they, keep it in the past because of that three year gap. Between That's Civil possible. War and this. So they can build That's all possible. these individual series and build up to be like, boom, this is what happens during Affinity War next year. They can still do that. What if, I just, what if Luke Cage, the we see the whole show, right? And then mm-hmm. it does a thing at the very end where it's like two years later. And you see Luke doing his own very end, like the him last scene of the whole thing. Not yeah. even Jessica. You see him doing some things and maybe he's talking to Jessica's sister. Uh, what's her name? Uh, a Hellcat. Yeah. yeah. He's talking to her or some shit, right? Maybe they're in the gym and they're working out and stuff. And then all of a sudden he looks over at her and she's just like, I'm not feeling too good. And he looks over <laughs> and she starts to fade away. And he's like, "Like what the hell, right? So then we have to watch Daredevil that whole season. At the very end of that, we oh, start he. seeing, he starts seeing this too. So that by he's the time it. it's time for Defenders again, we're not getting Defenders on Netflix. We're going to mm-hmm. get them in Infinity War, the second part. Hmm. What if that's how the that's how that's the series ends? Luke Cage will return in Infinity War. No, See, <laughs> they're not going to tell you that. They're just going to leave it at that with the with the disappearing. Uh, See, I was going to suggest fa- not even fade to black, just fucking smash black. See, like, I was going to suggest like, what done. if they uh, what if they had all the seasons leading up to Defenders season two? Yeah, and at the end of that. The entire team fades away. Oh, and how just horrible! Like, Boom! You how don't get anybody. How horrible would that be, dude? Just tease you. How horrible! They're getting together, and you're like, okay, so they're getting ready to do Defenders too, and then you watch them all disappear. Better yet, oh, the only one that survives is Punisher. So he goes, "I'm gonna go kill Thanos." Like he's on the mission to get all those guys back. Like, Fuck yes, bring. <laughs> Punisher to cinematic universe. Yes, 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 yes. He needs a movie now. Now that he's had a show, 
He doesn't have to have an origin movie. He can have any kind of movie where he just wrecks havoc. You guys got to watch that show still. Yeah, I do. Oh, I have Punisher to check. I have to watch so it, good. dude. And Jessica Jones, I'm uh, season two. I'm about halfway through, and I I will admit it. I think it's already better than season one. Wow! Like it's actually very captivating, and I I won't spoil a whole lot, but I have to mention that you do get uh, a ex- very surprising cameo. And within the very first couple of episodes, and you will literally never guess what car- Marvel character shows up. Really? You will never guess. Oh, I'm man. trying to make you watch it. I'm trying see, to make that's you go good. and see it. Now I have to watch it. I have to watch it. Very interesting. I want to watch the cameo. whole first season, though, because I never saw it. So uh, I want to watch the it. The off at the end was Honestly, so good. it really is. No, I, I know. I know you I'm don't starting to tie in hard with the first season. So I'm going to see it. I'm going to yeah. watch that. I'm going to make it a goal to try to catch that up uh, and then watch the second season so we could talk about it on the show here <laughs> at some point in the future. Uh, what was the other thing we were watching earlier today? There was a trailer that, oh, um, what is it called? Segre- no. Hereditary. 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 I, I don't know that what looks Anthony's creepy, thinking. Dude. That trailer creeps yeah, me him, out. Don't let him pretend. Don't let him pretend. <laughs> look, our, look, all right, don't even pretend, dude. Our listeners know how scared you are. The <laughs> oh, kind I know. Of, the kind of scared that you get, not just at the sound of the grudge, but you get scared at the sound of jingle bells. You get scared at doing your laundry. Spiders. So Yeah. So you do get scared. Don't pretend like this didn't scare you. Little don't suspense, pretend. Little don't suspense. Pretend. I'm not going to pretend. I'll, I'll not pretend. I'll be honest. <laughs> when I was watching it, because it was at the trailer for A Quiet Place, which fucking shocked the shit out of me, which for don't real, that's anything. scary. I really no, I will one. not, because I want you to enjoy it. I, I will not spoil that one. Things. That scared me. That one was like, what the fuck? And this hereditary is by the same people who did uh, Witch, which I still haven't seen, but I also <laughs> heard was really like, disturbing scary like they don't do movies that are jump scares or you know blood and guts they they mess with you mentally yeah yeah so i'm almost scared to watch the witch and now seeing this trailer i'm legitimately like i want to see it but i almost don't want to see it it does it really creepy as hell dude. it looks weird it catches you so immediately with that weird dollhouse beginning in the trailer that is so sweet too that is so uh i I like that a lot that was a very cool little trick yeah you immediately stop wanting to look away because you're like what are they doing in this trailer and then (laughs) you you almost get a sense of that like the person who plays the mother does a lot of narrating or mm. telling the daughter things and stories and you watch it play out in the dollhouse. I have a feeling the dollhouse is going to come oh, into yeah, play. Yeah. The, the fact that she puts together this dollhouse and these the, uh, it's going to come as part of the storytelling trope. The uh the mom uh is played by Tony Collette. Yeah. Who was in a show I absolutely loved called United States of Terror. She uh-huh. she plays yes. someone with multiple personalities. And Lindsay loves that. It's amazing her acting, the yeah. ability to snap into a completely different human being. Like you would not believe how good she is at just going from, uh, like one of her personalities is like Fuck. a 1950s housewife who is like really strict with the rules, and she's like, "I'm gonna make dinner," for you. you know, like uh, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of housewife. But then she'll snap, and one of her other personalities is Buck, who is the only male. And he's a redneck, and he says horrible things. And smokes. He smokes, <laughs> even though the lady doesn't smoke. So she knows when she's been Buck, because she tastes it. Oh, and God. And Buck's the only one that's not only left-handed, but he's the only one that doesn't care and goes and bangs chicks yeah. without her knowing. So she sometimes... <laughs> he's got his, like, his own little life on his on, yeah, on the side. Like, and and the way she... It's just amazing it's great. how she it's can good. play these characters. It's really? so believable. Because when she walks show. in with a different character, there's a moment where like she walks out and she comes back and you're like, someone else is here. Yeah. And it's good because you can see it physically. The, the husband, he he has this pact with her. Like, I won't like sleep with anyone that isn't you. If you turn into someone else, obviously I'm not going to cheat on you, even though it still hurts. such yeah. a weird... Because one of them is like a 15-year-old... like. 
teeny bopper who just hates the parents. So it's especially creepy when she becomes that and really hardcore tries to sleep with him because he's like, stop. (laughs) This is so weird. Yeah, that's crazy. I've never seen that. It's a fucked up but amazingly good show. Yeah. It was unfortunately canceled after three seasons. So you know she's going to be good in this film. I know she's Because this film looks creepy as hell and she's going to really, really bring it. She's uh, Australian too. You wouldn't even know it. She's amazing with accents. They say something about the exorcist in this in the the preview this for this, generation's like this generation's exorcist. exorcist. That's a that's a strong statement. Exorcist nowadays, meh. Like mm. I don't feel like it has the same intensity. Like I don't think it would scare people watching it nowadays. But back then, when it first came out, I think I told the story on back issues one time. Like my dad went and saw it when he was in his twenties with his brothers, mm-hmm. uh, and then came back and they all three slept in the same bed with the lights on all night long because they were terrified, <laughs> absolutely terrified. So yeah. uh, this film, if 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 it could live up to that, <laughs> I, I'm down, dude. I will. Agree I say with- we go see it in the theaters with Anthony because we're not gonna we're not gonna let him play it off like, oh, I wasn't scared. I'll we're gonna look over him. and watch him crying. I'll agree with him that. The trailer doesn't really let you know what the movie's about. That's, that's I think that's where I, no, I think that's where I am just into like oh like I'm not catching to it. To me, the unknown is the scary part. <sighs> it's like you see, you know, any number of characters, and a lot of them are acting really weird. You don't know if any of these characters are crazy or demons, or they don't tell you any of this. So to me, it's going in, going in blind is scarier than going in knowing the plot of the movie. I think it's be cool. There was a there was a movie I saw on uh, Netflix. I went to watch the trailer to see if I wanted to see it. A horror movie is like yeah. a horror comedy. <clears throat> beat for beat, the trailer went through the entirety of the plot of the movie. That's the worst. And I kid you not, the last part of the trailer is the last survivor talking about being the last survivor. I'm like, there's no reason to watch the movie. You, you literally told me just saw it. Everyone, yeah, you should see everybody die. They show all the death scenes what? in the trailer. I'm like, oh, why would you go and see the movie What now? movie was what? it? It was some holiday-themed horror movie trailer. I wanted to watch it because I thought it might be really terrible. And then I was like, no one would watch the this anyway. The trailer anyways. was terrible. <laughs> it gave away your terrible movie to start with. Like, what the hell? Good Lord. Speaking of terrible movies. So you guys started a new podcast. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I, I'm a part of it to help uh, uh, with you're, certain you're things, but this is your show. This is literally your two guys' show. Yeah. Yeah. I think we brought it up the last episode or maybe one before that that you guys were going to start this, this little, new show. We went through the list on that episode. That's mm-hmm. right. What's the name of your show? Sort of Cinema. Are you sure? Sort of. <laughs> he sounded like he wasn't sure about the name of his own show. <laughs> like, sort of sure Cinema. We, we, we agreed on that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is the new show you're doing where you guys are going to watch movies that you both have never seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person watches the first part, the the first half. The second person watches the second half. A person who watched the first half records a segment in which he guesses what happens in the second half. The person watches the second half records a segment in which he guesses what happens in the first half. Yeah. I put them together. We discuss it. <laughs> you get to listen to this Frankenstein's monster of a movie. It is sort of cinema. I think it works sure. well because uh, anyone listening, if they haven't seen the movie and they don't mind it being spoiled... They they get to ride along with us and try and figure out what how does this how does this ride end like yeah but people who have seen the movie they immediately like, oh. are laughing at us oh yeah for they're sure. gonna be entertained from the the get go because there's no way we're yeah we're gonna get everything right exactly it'd be amazing though if we did that'd be good if we could have I almost I almost went I almost swerved left and went. And was gonna. I kind of almost went down the same path, like the correct path. Well, what was the first movie that we that we've done? Uh, first one we did was The Burbs. The Burbs, one of my favorite movies. I've talked about it a lot before. Oh man! Uh, so what we're gonna do for our hardly awesome listeners, because uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we could be talking about, but we don't feel like it. No, honestly, uh, <laughs> you know, there was not that much that we had to discuss this week, so we thought, why not? Give the listeners a sneak peek to the new episode. They're going to get it. You guys can listen to the first full episode of Sorta Cinema for Brandon Fuller, for Anthony Mullen, for Chris Chavez. Thanks for listening to Harley Awesome. Check out Sorta Cinema. Here it is. Peace.
can see the news report now. They were a quiet family, kept pretty much to themselves. No one would have ever suspected them of foul play. I've never seen that. I've never seen anybody drive their garbage down to the street and bang the hell out of it with a stick. I've never seen that. Welcome to Sorta Cinema. <laughs> I'm one of your co-hosts, Anthony Mullen, and I'm joined here with Brandon Fuller and Christopher Chavez. And it's a brand new show we're going to be kicking off. This is the first episode. The whole point of it is that we're going to watch a movie, kind of out of order, kind of in order, and you're going to kind of get a taste of it. Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> he threw it to you right away because he's like, holy shit, I'm not, I, I'm not doing this part right, so here you go, Brandon. <laughs> Well, <laughs> uh, here we go. That was very succinct uh, explanation of our show. Um, but to clarify, <laughs> Anthony and I have been tasked to watch a movie together. Uh, the only catch being he's only going to watch the first half of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then he is going to uh, try and guess what happens after that. I'm pretty sure I was accurate. But I will be... Uh, doing the reverse. I will be starting the movie right where he left off and try and figure out how it got there. And uh, what we're going to do is uh, we've already given our opinions on that half of the movie. We we still haven't watched the whole thing. Um, and we have Christopher Chavez yep. here who has seen the movie a million times and thinks we're idiots, obviously. <laughs> but uh, explain what happens after that. Yes, so uh, you guys, we do the intro. We're going to play the movie, well, their version of the movie for you. You're going, <laughs> to listen, you're going to listen to what they recorded. So you'll listen to Brandon telling you about the first part of the movie, how he thinks the first part of the movie went. Mm. Anthony will tell you how he thinks the second part of the movie went. Uh, and at the end of the show, what we're going to do is we're going to come back. Uh, we'll comment on it, obviously, because I feel like <laughs> there's going to be times where uh, it's going to require comment. And then uh, I am going to tell you guys if you were close or not. And the idea is, mm-hmm. is uh, number one, you're going to be judged on three things. Uh, I'm going to judge you on accuracy. How close were you to the other half of the movie that you didn't see? That point's going to me. I, I guarantee it. Uh, number two, <laughs> create, uh, creativity. Like okay. how creative you were in terms of describing the movie. Like if, if this was, if I had to play that clip, for somebody on the street, <laughs> I want them walking away feeling like they saw a movie. And oh, depending okay. on how creative you were and how in-depth you got into your storytelling. Uh, and then the third one is, uh, what did we say for the third one? I can't remember now. Uh, Creativity, I, accuracy, and overall. I think you just said uh, overall who wins. Who Like who, the overall yeah, the Who overall got the movie more, I think. Okay. <laughs> I feel like there was three, and I can only remember those two now. Anyway, uh, it'll come to us <laughs> at the end, I, I'm sure. Or at some other episode in the future, like episode five, we'll be like, oh, yeah, we're going to add this to it. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so anyway, the first movie we chose was The Burbs, because neither of you guys have seen it, and I've seen mm-hmm. it one trillion times. <laughs> exactly. It's literally exact. I, I mm-hmm. notch uh, a piece of my skin out from the bottom of my foot. Kind of like Hush? Uh, no, I look at the bottom of both of my feet kind of looks oh. like Killmonger's chest <laughs> right now. So Are you going to keep it at one trillion? <laughs> no, dude. i got to work my oh, way up no. my legs. So... No, but I love this movie, feet. dude. I love this movie. I remember watching this movie as a kid, and I absolutely love this movie. And that's the deal with a lot of these movies. It's going to be ones that I've seen so mm-hmm. that I can tell you how close you guys are. Uh, or I'll end up watching it before you guys yeah, or along yeah. with you guys. Um, and I'll I'll be the only one here who knows how a real movie – and that sucks for you guys. <laughs> you might be watching some really good movies, but now you have to like break it up and kill momentum. Yeah, can't wait to go home and watch it tonight. <laughs> I've been waiting a week to watch it. It's gonna be interesting. He he at least just gets to pick up where he left off. Like I've already ruined it. <laughs> That's right. You you uh you're like okay. Well, I know how it ends. Now I got to go back and watch my way up to that point. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right. You ready for this? You guys ready to kick off yeah. the inaugural episode of mm-hmm. Sort of Cinema with the Burbs? This is Brandon and Anthony's version of the Burbs. Enjoy. All Tom Hanks wanted was a quiet vacation at home. This is what I need, Carol. I I need this. Welcome to Mayfield Place. A typical street in the burbs. Morning, Walter! Where nothing much ever happened. Walter's dog just took a dump on Rumsfield's lawn again. (laughs) 
Until the Klopex moved in. Klopex? Klopex. Klopex. No one goes in, no one comes out. Neighbors from hell. It was a nice place to live. He said he thinks the Klopex are evil incarnate. Well, you're much too smart to fall for that, aren't you, honey? But now... Carol! You wouldn't want to visit there. Ray, this is Walter. No! The Burbs. I'm going over the fence, and I'm not coming back till I find a dead body. Ray, do you want him to take your family, kidnap them, tear their livers out, and make some kind of satanic pate? We found Walter! We got a real problem. I hit the gaslight, I'd run! God, I love this street. Tom Hanks. I think we are overreacting. No. The Burbs. It's one hell of a neighborhood. Hey, honey. I think we should move. The Burbs, 1989. Tom Hanks, Carrie Fisher. Uh, let's see. So it, it opens up on the Earth from space. And we get a full-on cinematic for 1989 zoom in all the way into a small suburban town in which uh, in which uh, Ray and his wife uh, Carol they uh, they moved they've moved they've lived here for a while now with with these neighbors. Uh, they all know each other, I guess, and uh, yeah, they they all live together. They they've established this whole life on on this quiet street in this little neighborhood, and uh, Ray starts becoming bored with his life living in the suburbs, doing the same thing over and over and over. It's starting to drive him crazy. So when his paranoid idiot of a neighbor decides to poke his nose into the business of the strange new uh, people moving in to the newly abandoned uh, house on their street, Ray doesn't want to, to fall in, but because his life is so boring and so full of nothing, he gets caught up in the paranoia uh, and, and, and starts dragging the whole neighborhood through it, including their um, no need to push him he's already on the edge paramilitary neighbor named rumsfield um he already owns a whole bunch of weaponry i guess and uh he's got like a bunker in his own home um yeah so basically they start whipping themselves up into a frenzy about these neighbors and it doesn't help that ray believes that he saw one of the neighbors uh disposing of a body in the backyard and they they start running with this theory to the point where they actually want to get into his home and investigate. And so under this pretense of uh, like a housewarming, uh, they decide to investigate further. Uh, oh, and I, I the person that they believe was killed is one of the neighbors in their neighborhood who has suddenly simply disappeared with no with no trace, an older man named Walter. So, this this obviously raises the alarms of these already paranoid, bored suburbanites. And under the pretense of housewarming, they all join together for this little party, including uh, Art's, Art's wife, I forget her name. She kind of looked like uh, Miss Yvonne from Pee-wee's Playhouse. Uh, but they all decide to go... go have this little party and investigate and try and sneak around and find any evidence and they believe they do find some evidence uh when when he f uh no i'm going too far so so yeah and and all in the meanwhile the real star of the movie named ricky um he lives in a house uh next door to i believe ray i believe he's next door to ray on the other side and he is a wonderful young man, uh, very intelligent, very colorful, um, wonderful vocabulary. He is an aficionado for pizza, and he says so throughout the movie. Uh, he is waiting for the ultimate show that is going to happen when all of his insane neighbors end up killing each other. Uh, but yeah, so, so they all have that little party. 
and uh, they they don't know who these neighbors are, and they're waiting, and there's a strange Igor Amish man, I guess, who tells the, tells them to wait, and suddenly the doctor comes down the stairs, I think he's coming down the stairs. So the doctor comes up the stairs, and the family is crazy, blown away. But then when you look back at the doctor, it's nothing. There's nothing normal. It's a regular brother. There's nothing different about it. He's honestly a normal guy. He was just working on something in his workshop, and it is making some power noises. They, he shows the family. goes, oh, well, come on down to the basement. Look what I'm working on. And it's simple. He's just working on something, and for whatever reason, there's lights flashing. After maybe after on the way up the stairs and the way out of the basement, Art and Ray see a little trinket, and they think it could pot. They think it's it could be something different and alien like. But the wife's shooting away, like, no, that's not. And they go on with their day. They're they're being shown out of the house, and they say they're sorry. It was an accident, misunderstanding. And they each go back to their re- retrospective families. But unbeknownst to Ray, Art actually pockets a little trinket, thinking it's really something to do with an alien spaceship or it's something weird. We then focus on, on Ray, talk about how Art was really misguided about the family. They are pretty good people. Maybe he was wrong from that get-go. We start to see Art playing with the little trinket, thinking that something's weird about it. But obviously, there's nothing different about it. It's just a normal household trinket, little little thing he picked up. They really, You can't even really tell what it is. His wife goes, Where, where'd you find that? Not really even realizing what he had. Cut back to Ray, and he's like, man, these this could be actually pretty good neighbors. Maybe, maybe this will be something different. Now we're cut back to the nap. No. Now we're cut back to the Clopex. And now it's later. It's night. You now see them getting ready for the night. And the, everything in the basement was honestly just a ploy. There's actually like rockets and jets and stuff attached to like the ceiling that you just didn't see in the shot before. So that if a rocket ship was to shoot off, you wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> it just was out of your vision. It was hiding in plain sight. The reason they're the reason they end up going outside to dig is the <laughs> So the reason they're really going outside to dig is that they're trying they're digging up parts of the ground because they realize that they need to adjust the house and turn it to fix it out to be a real spaceship. And as they're digging and making modifications, they don't want to be too suspicious. So that's why they're doing it at night. And the raining and everything that's being done to the house is actually part of like their advanced technology. And that's why it just rains on command. Like we're, when before they start talking, they realized that before when they were trying to come towards the house, uh, Art and Bray, they, they made it rain. So their spaceship is advanced, and they're really trying to get out. And the Art and Ray don't know. So flashes to the next morning. Now the reason that Walter is disappeared and Queenie now ends up disappearing in the night, we come to find out. And as the girl was, as the as uh, the neighbor, the boy, Ricky. As his girlfriend was leaving, she got taken away. So now there's a now there's a reassur- now there's a reassurance that what was okay. Now there's more people missing, people that they're more close to, like the dog that was now at Ray's house and Ricky's girlfriend that went home. They start to think that maybe the the Kalopex were was a fake all along, and they end up going to interrogate this time. So the house looks different, and it starts to look a little more futuristic. And the doctor that they thought was a normal, just every everyday doctor that was working on some stuff in the basement, is now an alien. Aliens are creepy looking, and they even take on horror movies that Ray was watching. So when he was freaking out about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the beginning... He now is like running from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy in, in the, throughout the house, and it's like alien technology is making his 
horror nightmare come to life as his family's being abducted by aliens. Movie ends when Rumsfeld, who's gone all commando, sees this happening from the outside because they forgot to bring him in the beginning when they came back to invade this house. Rumsfeld comes in and has been watching all along with it with the red goggles. He's like, see, they came in handy. And they go after the aliens. Uh, Art, though, is the one that destroys the spaceship or deactivates it and turns it back to a regular house. An accident. He really, you really didn't, you really weren't going to think that this guy was going to be the big problem solver in the end. And really, he wasn't because it was by accident, but he was the one that saves the day. And Ray can't believe it that he's the one that saves the day. He's like, really, of all people, you, 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 you saved it. And then that family die. They, um, they die when the when the spaceship is changing back to normal ship and they kind of just disintegrate and you you left to be confused. And then the next morning it wakes up or next morning starts over. You believe it's the next morning because there's a, now a moving van. But really what it is, it's three, four months later and there is now a new family walking in and they just kind of all turn around. And as the new family's walking into the house, the whole, like, suburbs, well, what's left of them, so, like, everyone but the people that were taken away in the middle of the night are now, like, encircling on the other half, watching it. And there's just kind of, like, a back and forth, back and forth between, like, a horror, like, we know you're up to something, and they're all anxious to see what the new family's up to. And the new family, obviously, there's going to be a sequel. It's obvious. They're already foreshadowing it, the sequel that's coming out, called Suburbia. Yeah. And then just kind of fades away. That's how it ends. So was I right at all? That was the most amazing experience <laughs> I've had in a long time. It was like... I'm literally crying. I feel like Corey Graves right after Greatest Royal Rumble. It was oh. like we stumbled into a <laughs> Ultimate Warrior promo. <laughs> just Okay, let me tell you real quick. Oh, man. Um, Brandon, you were the closest no to everything happening. Basically, you said everything that happened. Yeah. Oh, except okay. for two things that you got wrong. The fact that the doctor walked upstairs instead of down. <laughs> and uh, Art's wife wasn't there at all. It was Rumsfeld's wife that looks yeah. like what's her name. Oh, I thought that was Art's wife. No, it's Rumsfeld. No. Oh, okay. But that's... and Even the zoom-in thing is right, like... That is exactly how they open really? the movie. Zooms in, zooms in, down oh, to the family. I saw the, uh, that's at the very end. That's so how I figured... it ends. It goes back out. Oh. Damn. So here's my thought, though. So here's my thought, Rick, before we go forward with Go this, for it. I'm sorry. Is that this might be the only glitch in the system, is that second halves of the movies, usually the last mm -hmm. act, references things that from the first part of the movie because it's about resolving that. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So uh, maybe you should switch them each time. Okay. Like next time, Anthony will watch I'm the beginning, cool and he has I'm to okay figure out the end, and yeah, yeah. and vice versa. No, that's we don't that's have to. Or, or the vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, it was awesome because <laughs> as you were saying it, I was just going like, "Oh my god!" He's like nailing it one after another. There were certain things, like little things here and there, but dude, yeah, uh, yeah it's pretty much how it happened. Um, it wasn't an yeah. abandoned house. It was a house that that a family lived before. Yeah, and they I just forgot like, disappeared about the, the out of naps. nowhere. Yeah, yeah, they mentioned that's why I said the name guys. the naps. I'm like the naps. No, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did mention uh, them. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. At the beginning of the movie, there's um, it's established that it's Ray's uh vacation, and so mm -hmm. we see him kind of stepping outside, and you get a feel for the whole cul-de-sac because you watch him watch the neighborhood wake up. So yeah. Rumsfeld opens the door, and he and his wife come out, and he's got the flag, and he's got the <laughs> aviator glasses on, and he's you know walking out, and you hear the music like with the the rolling drum and stuff, and he and he goes and he raises the flag, you yeah. know, and Ricky's next door getting ready to paint the house, and right away it's established that he's just like. He, he's yelling out at the, the wife later on in the film. He's like, Mrs. So-and-so, no tan lines. Nice. Like, <laughs> and Rumsfeld's like, that kid's a meatball. See, see, I knew Ricky was the hero of the movie <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. Um, it's also established that Art, you know, now that he knows that, uh, that, Ray's off. He's like, mm -hmm. all right, dude, let's hang out. Like, like it just, you know, my wife's away for the week or whatever, the weekend, and let, mm -hmm. let's hang out and stuff. And he's like, so those neighbors next door, they were making a lot of noise, right? Because th at the beginning of the film, that 
when that uh, thing goes off in the basement, mm-hmm. from outside, it looks like there's a rocket about to take off. Like, it's oh. some crazy lights and sounds, and everybody's, like, watching. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is that shit? Um, you're not even close, <laughs> Anthony. You're not even close. But yeah, talk. you got the creative part of it, because that was amazing. When <laughs> I was he was say, doing how it, how do I compete with that? <laughs> when he was doing it, dude. I was dying laughing when he was recording it, and I was dying laughing listening to it again because it is the most amazing <laughs> version of the Burbs. It's just a. Do you want to see that happen? That that that's the that sequel, the spinoff. He just so, M Night Shyamalan swerved so yeah. hard. <laughs> it was so hardcore too. It was like yes. Um, it's like everything that did just happen. None of that continues. This happened. <laughs> so, do you want me to tell you, or do you want to end up watching it on your own? Yeah, go for it. All Tell right. me. You'll enjoy it. I'll Watch enjoy it regardless. Anyway. Cause I, I kind of know like, so what happened. So the doctor comes up and, yeah, he's a normal guy. And he says that well, he's got uh, a studio down there. He's painting and stuff. and Because uh, he comes up like with blood all over him. Yeah. It appears like. Yeah, it looks like blood's all over him. So uh, as they're they're about to start having like hors d'oeuvres, Rumsfeld just straight up gets in his face. It's like, bring us down to the basement. Let's see what you got going on there. And Ray <laughs> like spills his coffee all over him. He's like, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to your bathroom. And they're like right down the hall. And he ends up running down and going to the door that's the basement. And they're like, no, 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 not there. He opens it. This monster of a Great Dane comes jumping out. Huge dog. <laughs> it tears outside of the house. As it tears outside of the house, you see Art is trying to like break into their house from the outside <laughs> and it chases him out and basically the whole place knows what's going on that everybody's trying to get into their house so uh they sheepishly leave right and go to the back home and the women are like of course you know like we told you guys it's nothing and the guys are like come on ray tell him tell him you saw something he's like no they're nice guys like what the hell right <laughs> so he's like honey let me talk to them in the in the den real quick so he takes the guys in there and he pulled, and this is the thing, this is one thing you did get right. He, They did grab something from the house. Art didn't grab it, but Ray did. Yeah. He found Walter's toupee. So then they're like, oh, it is, they did kill him. Look it, you know? So the next day they were talking about how, uh, Klopax were talking about going out the next day for the whole day. They were going to a university to talk about moving again. So they're like, we're going to make our move. So that did, they literally go over there. And it's this huge production, but they get into the house and start digging in, in, in the basement. They find a huge furnace is down there, and it goes like 5,000 degrees. Yeah, yeah. So they're digging and digging and digging in the furnace, and they nothing's found yet. It's it's nighttime now. Uh, Art's like coming outside to talk to people, and he sees the Klopaks are coming back. So he's running back in. He's like, we got to go. We got to go. They're here. And just as he does that, Ray hits a line, and it's a gas line. And he's like, get out, right? <laughs> He runs out. The entire uh, Art gets out. Ray doesn't get out of the pit in time. The entire place explodes, blows up. Yes, mm-hmm. dude. Then they're all watching, <laughs> and here he comes out of the rubble. He's all fucked up. His eyes all like swollen shut and everything, and he's just like a broken man. Uh, so anyway, the co- uh, his wife gets back from going going away, and the cops are there and stuff, and it all comes down to uh, Art saying, come on, you, you had to have seen something down there, and, and Ray loses it. He's like, you know who the crazy people are? He's like, us, us, the ones who mow our lawns. And remember when he's, <laughs> he's telling the story about the ice cream guy, the, the soda fountain guy, yeah. who went crazy and kills his family? There's a thing in, early in the film where he tells a story, Brandon, oh, okay. uh, about how, and he goes, we're him, we're Chip. He goes, and he's like ripping up the lawn, talking about how crazy <laughs> they go. He goes, they just want to be, they're just nice people. They just want to be left alone. He's like, take me to the hospital, and he throws himself in the back of a. It's amazing a, scene. It is. I've really. never seen the movie, and I wish I had known about it. Just because Tom Hanks playing that like breakdown Dude, in that is so good. The whole good. movie is and so he, good. He goes and jumps on the the gurney. He's like, take and, me to the hospital, and everyone just sort of ignores it for a second. So he picks the gurney up, throws it into the back of the ambulance, <laughs> and then gets on it. it face first. Like, yeah, he's like face first on the gurney, and the wife's like, "You okay? I'm gonna." I'm gonna meet you there, all right? Yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so good. So you they close the, the they close half. the doors, and uh, all of a sudden they open again, and the doctor comes in, and he sits next to him, and he's and he's he's like, uh, he's like, listen, I'm so sorry. Whatever the damage is, he goes, when I get out of prison, however much it's gonna cost, we're gonna I'll pay you. And he goes, he goes, do you take me for a fool? And he's like, huh? He's like, you mean to tell me you were digging down there and you didn't find my skulls? 
And then he starts putting on these gloves and stuff. And he's just like, yes, he talks about like having taken out the family before him. And he knows that he saw things. So he's going to have to shut him up. And he pulls out this huge syringe. And, he, and then he says something to the driver. The driver turns around. And it's that boy, the boy with the red hair. So no. they start to drive away. And they start wrestling in the back. And it ends up popping out. And the gurney goes flying down the street with the two of them wrestling on it. Right back to the cul de right back to the cul-de-sac, it hits the car, right? The car back trunk pops open and there's all the bones of the families in what the What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude. God damn it, I was gonna go the horror route too. But I'm like you No, I was totally would, wrong horror. Like route. like aliens is really where it's at. I was gonna say it was gonna be like I, I had a feeling it was like Texas Chainsaw style, and I'm like Nah, that's too cliche. This is gonna go crazy and like go alien wise. And I committed to it too. But you, you know, you could, uh, from watching the second half of the film, I was just mm-hmm. thinking about this. You could win both things, though, by being accurate, but then being creative, too. Being creative in how you got to that, you know, to the, the main yeah. part of the story. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could go crazy, right? All, but this was fun. I liked this was a different. lot. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I can't wait for you to see the rest of it. I know for sure. Are you going to try to watch the beginning, Brandon, the first part? <laughs> I'll, watch, I'll watch the movie again. I the loved second it, half dude. was great. Yeah. I loved it. Like, Tom it's, Hanks was really good. Well, maybe he was only like 20-something. The whole, oh, yeah, he's probably in his mid-20s. He looked, jeez. Yeah, 89, so whatever it's it was only, then. It's the only non-Star Wars movie I've ever seen Carrie Fisher in either. Oh, really? Yeah, nope. I've never seen her in anything else. Yeah. Chance on the Pop. Oh, that's right. And she plays Clerks 2, right? She plays the nun. Is she in Clerks 2? I don't think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Jane Silent Plot Bob. She plays the nun. The nun. Doesn't then, she pay, play the? Oh, why I can't I think of it? I know she was on Thirty Rock. Yeah, Thirty Rock is where I was thinking of her as the writer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a great one. Um, but anyway, so there you go, dude. There's sort of cinema. Uh, so yeah, Anthony, you got most creative for sure. Oh. Brandon got most accurate. Uh. What do you want to make the third the third uh, criteria here? I don't know. It's tough. The tiebreaker, I guess. It's gonna be arm wrestle. Go! <laughs> I just uh, want disc golf, and I have no strength in the right arm, man. <laughs> this, I'm at a disadvantage. Media we'll, we'll figure out a third one. It's up to the at fans at some point uh, <laughs> because I knew we had something. I just can't think of what it was. Um. But yeah, yeah it was a uh, overall. I I enjoyed hearing you I, guys tell the story. <laughs> Listen, listening to the lengths Anthony took to uh, make his more interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. You gotta. I mean, you can, I love, you still I, go in detail. I think I think my favorite line of his movie would have to be. Um, <laughs> I think he said it changed from into a rocket ship. From a normal ship. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, many, back to normal ship. so many questions are raised in just that, that line alone. And so. he said something about leaving everyone confused. <laughs> Wait, like, did yep, you? Yeah, that works. <laughs> What's up? Did you keep the did you get him to do a scene? No, I was gonna bring this up. So what we were gonna do originally is we were gonna try to have each of you do scenes from the movies. I'll give him my scene. He didn't get to do it, but we're gonna keep yours because that's how we're gonna end the show. And so oh, okay. whoever feels oh, like okay. doing a scene with their their recording that week, that's what'll end the show. Maybe that, that could All be right, the that's third perfect. one. Maybe you could be like, okay, I want to see a scene from your half of the movie. Yeah. So then you have to do oh. that. So if you want, you guys can have a, <laughs> you, you can hear the uh, Anthony scene. He's got a scene, uh, an exclusive scene from the movie, his version <laughs> of the movie Burbs at the end of this episode. Uh, so there you go, guys. Sort of Cinema. It's your show. That's Take pretty cool, out. guys. Yeah. I like the idea. I think it's interesting to see if we can put together the movie correctly. Um, we, we almost got there. Uh, we we were one on of a, us almost got there, and then the others <laughs> swerved the bus off the road down a dirt path into. Crazy I can't town. wait! I can't wait to see how I can M Night Shyamalan you from the beginning of a movie now. <laughs> ru- ruin it. Oh, That's man. great. Yeah, what we'll do is we'll we'll flip it the next time. If yeah, you want. I'll go over that. That'd be fun. I'll just watch the beginning. You no, know, it sucks now. Is that like when I'm going like through Netflix and Plex and everything? I'm like, wait, oh, that looks good. Amber's like, oh, let's watch it. I'm like, no, we can't. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean we can't? Well, we can also go with movies that none of us has seen. It's just Chris would watch both. Oh yeah, and then he would know. Yeah. So. But uh, where yeah. was the list that you sent of all the movies? Dropbox. Oh, I, but um, I have the updated list on my computer because I started bolding everything that he's already seen. 
All right. Well, uh, I have nothing else to say to you. Uh, I think that's it. That's it. All right, guys. We'll uh, check back next week for another episode of Sword of Cinema. On behalf of uh, your co-host, Anthony Mullen, Brandon Fuller, and Christopher Chavez, see you next time. The clope- This is the scene when the Clopics are unveiling to themselves how the stupid humans didn't discover their spaceship in the basement. <laughs> Good plan on showing them nothing. Letting them come down here into believing. Boy, did you hear me? Yes, yes. Who would have thought they wouldn't have looked up and saw the giant rocket thrusters right in front of their faces? Brother? Ah, we have them on the edge. Just wait until tomorrow. We're almost ready to, to take off. Only a few more adjustments. The uh, lightning storm from before. It really helped.